0: Thank you for downloading this message from our Father's house. We're moving, right? Somebody say we're moving. Don't look back. I mean, that's what happened to Lot's wife when she looked back. Uh, She turned into a salt block. And you know what? The only thing that salt blocks are good for is for animals to come around and lick on them. Amen, but uh, she she was she turned into a pillar of salt because she looked back and, 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 and the scripture says what did, what, did, what did Paul say? I press on for the mark of the price and the calling of God in Christ Jesus. This thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind, yet listen, let me tell you something, yesterday's behind, Amen. not this la- not just last year and and, and I, the, the, this is just from the from the from the spirit, but forget those things which are behind. You know, oftentimes we even get caught up in past movements, and we can say, "Well, you know, I I wish it was like it used to be." I don't. I wish we would go further. We can't set our goals on things in the past. You know, God, God's already done that. God's already burned a bush, and God's already crossed the Red Sea. God's already delivered some boys out of a fiery furnace. God says, let me do something else here. There's an un, there's no limit. When you when you release the power of the Holy Spirit, there's no limit. It takes the limits off of God. Amen? All right, are y'all with me? Let me go here. But anyway, here's here's part of our vision, and, and, and I feel it stronger than I've ever felt it, that God has called us to introduce the person uh, of the Holy Spirit into this region and and, and young people uh, I, I, I've, I've been telling people this this lately i 'm getting older obviously uh, but uh, uh, I feel like if if Jesus tarries and this is elder rice and I 'm speaking my heart to you guys this morning if Jesus tarries which I think he's coming he 's coming soon amen but if Jesus tarries what I want my legacy to be. I've been preaching for a long time now, but what I want my legacy to be is that the generation that comes after us will know the power of the Holy Spirit. Because if all we've left them is to how to gather together and sing songs and preach sermons, and then we failed, we've let them down. So I, I want I want these guys I want these guys and these ladies to know who the Holy Spirit is, and the power and the fire. Somebody say fire. fire. Okay, here we go. Are y'all with me? If you're with your pastor, how, how many's on the same page? How many wants a church? How many wants a church that's 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 on fire? Yeah. Amen. Okay, here we go. Uh, I I don't know. There's, there's so much here, but we're just gonna we're just gonna pick a place and start. Amen. Amen. Judges, and believe it or not, that this is right down the middle of the page. So that's where I'm going to go. Judges, Jacob, that first verse. Judges, chapter two and verse ten. I want you to see this. No, we're going to go back up. We're going to read from verse six. Back up to six. Come on, back. I'm sorry, Jacob. Back up to verse six. My bad. Judges two and six. Uh, just to set a little back. How many knows it's important when you're when you're when you're reading a, a, a somewhere from the scripture. And you got to hear me when you're reading from somewhere from the scripture. It's important to know what you're reading. In that, you got to know the history. You got to know the background. What was going on in that in that time period? You know, even when we get in the New Testament, some things were were customs to that time, and there's some there's some things in the scripture that are timeless, and there's some things that are there's a literal there's a literal statement, and then it's speaking to us uh, uh, spiritually. Amen. Are y'all praying for your pastor? All right, here we go. Joshua two and verse. We're going to read through 10. And when Joshua had let the people go, <clears throat> the children of Israel went every man into his inheritance to possess the land. And the people served the Lord all the days of Joshua and all the days of the elders that outlived Joshua, who had seen all the great works of the Lord that he did for Israel. And Joshua, the son of Nun, the servant of the Lord, died being 110 years old. And they buried him in the border of his inheritance into Mathurias in the Mount of Ephraim on the north side of the hill, Gosh. Verse 10. And also all that generation of Joshua were gathered together unto their fathers and there arose. So what, what that's saying there is that all that generation died. And there arose another generation after them, which knew not the Lord, nor yet the works which he had done for Israel. Let's pray. Father, we come to you this morning. We thank you, Father, for your love. And Jesus, we thank you for your grace, Holy Spirit. We thank you for your communion. So now, Holy Spirit, we thank you that you're with us. And we just release your anointing and power on your word today. Let it go forth and let it change your people. Let it challenge us. Let it strengthen us. In the name and the authority of Jesus, we pray. And everyone in the room says, amen. Now, a situation here young people it's important it's important for you to know and i feel like you know there's i'm going to make some statements to our young people but this is this this message is for the entire church but it's important for you to know that when when the joshua generation died things changed in israel now if you study the history of israel it was up and down right you know they 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 did evil they went through valleys they served the lord they they were on mountains they had bad kings they had good kings and all of this that's why it's important you prayed earlier, Pastor, over the over the election. And I come into agreement with you. What I say is, if there's not a man in there right now that knows Jesus and knows the Word of the Lord, let's pray he gets saved before the election takes place. How many? How many? Come on! You know we make statements like that anymore, and we just we can't, oftentimes we kind of laugh at that and mock at that. Wait a minute! You know who who do we really believe God is who he says he is? How about, how about if a candidate stood up and said, guess what? I'm going to stand on the word where you vote for me or not. And I'm not afraid to back down. Amen? We need somebody like that. That'll, come on. They'll stand up on this word and believe in who God is and believe in what this nation was built upon. Amen? Now, I'm not going to get sidetracked here, but I'm just trying to tell you. There's been ups and downs throughout the history of the world. Amen? Amen. Children of Israel did evil, they did good. They did evil, they did good. The book of Judges is a time period. If you study the book of Judges, it's a time period when, when the apostasy of Israel, the backsliding, if you will, came to the nation of Israel. Joshua, young people, hear me. Joshua, do you realize and understand that when Moses when Moses was on the mountain receiving uh, the Ten Commandments, Joshua was there with him at the foot of the mountain. Yeah. Now, when they came back into the camp, and I'm getting way ahead of myself, guys, but when they came back into the camp, jo- the, you, you study the word in Exodus chapter 33, I believe it is. In Exodus 33, it says that when Moses and Joshua came into the camp, they heard a noise in the camp, right? So Joshua was with Moses. So that's, oh, you, you got to hear this. That's why Joshua was equipped and that's why Joshua was the man that God could use. And Joshua took the children of Israel uh, he, uh, uh, across. Do you understand? He was one of the only two that actually got, made it into the promised land, right? Yeah. Joshua and Caleb. So you had this generation that followed God. They, they marched around Jericho and walls fell down. And that just didn't happen. God, God, oh, you got to hear me now. God just, God just didn't say I think I'll pick you. God, God was picking somebody that was after His heart. Are you with me? All right. So then Joshua dies, and that generation dies, and all of those people died. But and the scripture says there came another generation after them. That I don't know. Every time I read that scripture, it does something to me because we we have been blessed. We have seen great things happen. Uh, uh, through the power of God and the anointing of God, we've had guys that you know, I, th- I think of some of the guys the that came before us, you know, the Harley Hinchlees and and some of these some of these guys and, and we could name all kinds of names and people that walked in the anointing and people stood in the pulpit and read a verse of scripture and the power and the anointing of God fell in the room and people's lives were changed and it was not a social club but listen the church and I'm I'm just going to preach the way God tells me to preach the church is moving away from that as a whole and and, and if we're not careful there'll be a generation that comes after us that don't know the fi- the fire and the power of God but I'm I'm going to say if we're gonna if we're gonna have a church here at our Father's house and we're We're not, oh God, oh help me Lord, we're not just going to be a church that just comes in here and jumps up and down and claps our hands. But we're going to have some power and anointing to where people's lives are changed. But now listen, when God moves and changes your life, you go home and walk out your freedom. Oh glory, come on. I'm talking about a fire that comes that it's not just because it's one of us three guys or the elders in the church, but there's something that's transferred from the pulpit to the pew that where you get a fire down inside of you, that this rises up in you and you're not talking about just waiting for Sunday morning. There's a fire in you and you just want to burn for Jesus all week long. John Wesley said, "I want to be, I want to be on fire, and I want people to come watch me burn." And and what he le- he left he left the Methodist Church once again. The Methodists made us look bad this morning up here dancing before the throne. Come on, come on, yeah, come on. Somebody shout fire! fire. Come on, shout fire. fire! Do you want a social club? Do you want If you want a social club, go join the Kiwanis. Go join the Lions Club, and I'm not saying anything. I'm not saying anything bad about any of those clubs. So don't people go home and say, Pastor, preach against Kiwanis or the Lions Club. Now there are some clubs you don't want to join. Hmm. All right. Let's preach. Put that verse back up there. How does this happen? Two things that we do, and I, I'm, still, I'm, still, I'm still preaching on the Holy Spirit. Two things we do. Two things we're instructed not to do in the New Testament concerning the Holy Spirit. Can you remember? Let's review. What are they? Come on, shout them out. What's the first one? Okay, what's the second one? Say it again. Say it again. Two things we're not to do. Grieve or quench. Ephesians 4.30, grieve not the spirit. 1 yeah. Thessalonians 5.19, quench not the spirit. Is this not where we are? I'm trying to, 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 to convey a message to you here without being mean. But we have all kinds of churches and all kinds of buildings, and everybody wants to fill them up. Just don't let it get out of hand and don't let anything <laughs> Amen Now grief here's some things that the Lord can teach us for a second Grief the Lord spoke some things to me this week concerning these two words Grief has to do with the absence of character Holiness. come on, commitment. Quench has to do with adding to. So we grieve the Holy Spirit. oh I, I, I'll get this out to you. When we eliminate important things, we quench the, the word quench is again, I talked to you a couple weeks ago the word quench is it's, it means to suppress. So we quench the Holy Spirit, we suppress the Holy Spirit by adding, two, adding things in there that's not supposed to be there. So what's happened is with the church, we've eliminated those things that are important and added a whole bunch of stuff that's not. So therefore, we grieve the Holy Spirit and then we quench the Holy Spirit There's no power one person made the statement a lot of churches in America, they wouldn't even know if the Holy Spirit, they don't know if he's there, if he's not there, they don't they don't even recognize him anymore. Are y'all with me? Are we all right? Can I preach about another hour? To understand what it means to grieve the spirit, we must first understand that this indicates the spirit possesses personality. Only a person can be grieved It's an inward grief It's the word lupameo And it's the opposite of chero Which means to rejoice Just the opposite How many has how ever, ever felt grieved? Alright Here's, here's, here's the, uh, uh, the number one way we grieve Now stay with me I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to teach you some things here I'm just going to let God speak the number one way we grieve the Holy Spirit is by not recognizing him. We don't need him. How many have ever felt not needed? It don't, it don't feel good, does it? If your spouse gives you the feeling that they don't need you, how crushing. So how many believe... Uh, you know, how many ways if the Holy Spirit, if we, if, we, if, we, if we don't show him that we want him, we need him, he's not, he's not showing up, right? Amen, are you with me? If you're with me, say amen. So to grieve, we grieve the Holy Spirit, we're not recognizing who he is and not having, uh, it's, a, it's a lack of dependency on the Holy Spirit. So grieve is the absence of and quench is addition to. When we grieve the, whole, the Holy Spirit, we quench the fire. We take out, all right, let, 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 me, let me use this illustration. I remember two weeks ago I preached on when I was a child mm-hmm. and we had the little great fireplace, right? Okay, do you realize that if you don't put some coal in there, if you don't put some, oh, here we go. The absence of, it's not going to burn, right? On the other hand, there's things you can put on there to quench it. You can grieve the fire. Okay, let's, let's look at it this way. Jesus or John said, I'll baptize you with water and repentance, but there's one coming after me who's greater than he's going to baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with now we can we can grieve the fire by not putting something on it. All right, okay, here we go. How many of you remembers the fire triangle? What's the three three things needed? Three elements needed for a fire triangle. Come on, somebody say it. Young people say it. Come on, they taught you this and they should have taught you this in grade school. You with me? Heat. Fuel. And oxygen. Heat and oxygen. That's some kind of ignition. And wind. And then there has to... God help us to get this. And there has to be a fuel, right? If there's no fuel, if there's no fuel, it doesn't do any good to have the heat and the wind. You take any one of those three out, you, elim- you eliminate the fire. So we still have heat. We still have the fire of God from heaven, right? We still have the wind of God. Where's the fuel? We have to have the fuel as a sacri- Oh, I'm going to tell you what. You, you guys are going to think I'm getting weird, but I'm just going to go ahead and say it. we got to understand that this is what we got to have. Amen? We talked about this right here. Now I want you to see this. The scripture says in the book of Judges, there was no king in those days, and everyone did that which was right in his own eyes. Amen? Are you with me? Is anybody with me? Now... I believe what's the, greatest, what's the greatest fuel source that we have in America? Somebody shout it out. Come on. Coal. coal. Right? Now, call me weird if you want. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I think there's an ulterior motive. They want to snuff out coal. Oh, y'all going to get this in a minute. Coal is the greatest fuel source. God gave us coal. Oh come on I'm in the mountains of eastern Kentucky I should have got a big amen there That's our That's our livelihood here It has been for a number of years They want to snuff out coal But I think actually there's an ulterior motive Coal is the greatest energy source The greatest fuel we have Chris But what they really want to do They want to snuff out that greatest energy, energy source For the fire Oh y'all, y'all you, you don't have it yet You don't have it yet they, the, Oh glory come on now Coal burns hot. Okay, let's look at it this way. Coal was formed from dead things over a period of time under pressure. Oh, Jesus. What are you saying, pastor? What I'm saying is, yeah, millions of years, yes. Uh Uh-oh. I got you guys there, didn't I? In the beginning, the earth was void and without form. Yeah, come on. It don't tell us how long it was. It, oh, come on now. We just look at creation for, for, for 6,000 years. We don't know how long this thing's been here. Are you with me? We don't know how long. We don't know what was here. You know, dinosaurs. And Come on now. But God God orchestrated all of it. But then God said, let there be light. And there was light. And all these things that it took, all these years for dead things, things had to die and then pressure, and then we have this resource. What I'm trying to preach to you is that if we will die out, and you're gonna come under some pressure, you're getting ready to come under some pressure, I'm just gonna preach you the truth, yeah. but you're gonna bring forth a fuel that's gonna burn under the power of the Holy Spirit. Is anybody is anybody in here getting this this morning? Yeah. So the, the, they wanna snuff out coal, but they really wanna snuff out the, the, the fuel for the fire. Oh, you can have... Let me let me let me get you. Then what happens is, you create man-made energies. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, <laughs> oh I, I don't know if y'all guys are going to get this or not. We we snuff out what God made, where things died under pressure, and let's make man. Boy, this is not a good democratic message. <laughs> and then we make, we come up with man-made energies. What are you saying, Pastor? I'm saying that when Moses was on oh, when Moses was on the mountain and God sent the fire, the children of Israel were down in the valley dancing around something that they had made with their own hands. And the church today is trying to rejoice over something they have made, but nobody wants to die, and nobody wants no pressure. Just make me feel good, Pastor. Preach me a good a good feel good message. Sing me a good feel-good song, and let me go back home and I'm about I'm about to blow up, Elder. And I'll be I might be back next week if I feel like it. No, if we want to see the fire of God, we're gonna to have to die out to some things, and we're gonna to have to have some pressure in our lives to so let God mold us in what He wants us to be. And if there's enough pressure, you know what happens. It becomes a diamond. I said, if there's enough pressure, it becomes a diamond. Don't put any pressure on me. Just make me feel comfortable. Don't preach about my sin, preacher. Don't talk about my pride. Don't talk about my gossip. Don't talk about my critical attitude. Just tell me how good God is and how much money he's going to give me. Are you all with me? Am I in the right place? If I'm in the right place, say amen. amen. Do you understand that the only thing fire destroyed in the Bible was sin? Solomon Gomorrah. Fire burned up the. South. God shows up when things die. Where's Boat? See, he's still here. What'd they do with the shofar? Give me that shofar. Are y'all with me? If you're with me, say amen. I'm gonna. I'll get back to judges in a minute. We got to teach our kids about the true fire. Do y'all understand what I'm saying to you? It takes a fuel source, right? How many believes God's fire is still burning bright? How many believes the wind of God, the oxygen, if you will, is still in abundance? Where's the fire? Where, Where is it at in America? Where is it? God says, I have the fire. I've got the wind. Where's the fuel? Nobody wants to burn. Nobody wants to be a sacrifice. Do y'all receive that word? God make us, you know, on the altar something dies. Come here, bro. Is it snowing? Okay, if it starts snowing, everybody has a two wheel drive, you're dismissed. <laughs> Man, the thing, about, the thing about this, how many of you remember when I preached on the shofar? The thing about the shofar is that what, what got God's attention when this thing was blown, and the reason I got bold to go get this when, when Jill was reading that scripture. This morning because it's praising with the trumpet, you know understand that Hebrew word is shofar mm-hmm. praising with the shofar and what got God what got God so excited was that something had to die. God shows up when something dies right. and something had to die and it was the air going through the trophy of that of that dead animal He got God's attention we were We were at the conference in, in uh, <coughs> Cleveland, Tennessee. <laughs> Two weeks ago. And uh, I never seen so many shofars in all my life. <laughs> there were shofars everywhere. But there was this I'm I'm sorry, Gee, was, but there was this poor gentleman behind us. And he was trying to he was he was trying to blow a shofar, and every time he would try to blow it, you know, it just I don't know what it sounded like. <laughs> but I told him, I said, I believe I could have done better with the kazoo. That's mean, amen. But the thing is, not everybody's meant to blow a shofar. Some of y'all cannot blow a shofar. Bo, on the other hand, does a tremendous job. Not everybody's meant to sing. Not everybody's meant to play an instrument. Not everybody's meant to preach. We need everybody in their proper place, and the body comes together, and we fulfill the plan and the call of God, and everybody has a place. Amen. Come on, somebody say amen. And, oh, come on, I, I, I feel what I'm speaking to you. And We're going to see the five-fold ministry come forth from our Father's house. We're going to see apostles and prophets and evangelists and pastors and teachers. Amen? amen. But the thing I, I want to point out to you is, 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 is it gets God excited when something dies. You become fuel for the fire. Amen? We need fuel for the fire. Is anybody with me? And we pass this fire down, down to our next generation. Are you there? Now, I was telling our leaders, I was telling our leaders uh, sometime a few days ago, I can't remember when, but... You know, when we were in youth group, you know, we had some great times in the Lord, and we thought we had everything. We had arrived. We used to have these youth rallies once a month. Um, every month. We had, had churches in this region, Harlem, Bell County, Kentucky, that participated, and they went to Harlem, Cumberland, Pineville, Straight Creek, Middlesbrough. We used to come. Guys, I remember we used to come over to Uri's Chapel, you know, back before— <laughs> You know, years ago, uh, Pastor Mace Weely and, and just all over, just all over different places, we'd go. We'd bust up the kids and go for the youth rallies. They would get in these rallies. Man, I want you guys to know the fire. They would get in these rallies, and they would have, okay, this ch- this youth group come up and sing. Mola's youth group come up and sing. And then all the people from Molas would stand up. Oh, I'm preaching good. And they would have another church come, and all the people from that church would stand. In fact, before the service started, they'd count everybody and say, Everybody from Molas stand. Everybody from Strait Creek stand. Everybody from Millsboro stand. And every who brought the most got some kind of a, a, a banner. It was a banner, right. You remember, don't you? She does. <laughs> And Jeff, I remember saying, people saying, they would bring, they would recruit people to win the banner. They'd bring adults and they'd pick up people on one night. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) And I remember people started fussing and saying, well, y'all hadn't counted your adults. We'd have won. You counted your adults. We just counted our kids. We had more kids than you had. Come on. And we wonder why there's no fire. We wonder why things things happen, you know. And and it's not. Listen, come on. Let it be. Known. I'm being recorded right now. Let it be known. I'm just gonna make a statement. I'm gonna make a statement. It's gonna be on 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 television and radio and everything in Bell County, Kentucky. Our Father's House is not in competition with any other church in this region. We want to see the. This is not about our Father's House. It's not about me. God, if I'm not available, God will use somebody else. I said, God. He, Oh, glory. I said, God, we got a good team right here, but it's not about me. It's about the power and the anointing and the fire of the Holy Spirit and God pour it out on every church in this region. It's not about who has the most. Oh, we got to get that junk out. We got to get that junk out of there competition. I rebuke the spirit of competition in the name of Jesus. It's not about who has the best worship team, about who has the best band, who has the prettiest building or all that junk. It's all going to burn up anyway. I said, it's all going to burn up anyway. If we don't have anything, thank God, we're going to be in a much bigger building sometime soon in this year. But if we don't have nothing but a rock, if we have the power and the anointing, I'm about to throw this microphone right off the back wall. If we don't have nothing but a rock, and we have the anointing of God that shows up, the fire of God, so be it. Let's have church, and let's see somebody set free by the power of God. Let's don't just gather together for a social gathering. Oh, is anybody with me? If you believe that, give God a big shout of praise. I said, if you believe that, give God a big shout of praise. Give us the fire, God. Give send the fire. Let us let us burn and let people come. How about this? How about if they just come and get the fire and they take it back to their church? Oh no. You know what if what if they walk in the door and they say, Preacher, I have no intentions of staying at your church, but I just want to come and get this fire. That's quite all right. Come on and let God set you on fire and take it home. Hey, are you with me? All right, where am I? Are you with me? All right, Israelites. They came under Philistine bondage for 40 years. The longest time they'd ever been under any kind of other dominion. Are you with me? Say amen. And the thing is, and see if this, I'm going somewhere. See if this doesn't line up with today. The thing is, The scripture says, and and you got to understand, they had no desire to come out from under that bondage. Amen. We're comfortable here. Are you with me? There's no record of them crying out for deliverance. They were extant to exist under foreign domination. We've become, we've become accustomed. Oh, help me, Holy Spirit. Used to, abortion bothered us. Now, the nation has accepted abortion, voted in this garbage, same-sex marriage, and I saw a thing the other day, oh, help me Jesus, I'm not even going to say it. All right, I saw a thing the other day where a, a daughter and a mother are in a relationship. Let me read it again. No record of them crying out for deliverance, but they were happy and satisfied to exist under foreign domination. Oh. Do we want to be a church? And you got to hear what I'm preaching to you. This this ain't going to happen. Just showing up on Sunday morning. And I'm not suggesting you be in the church building. Now, what I'm talking about is we got to go after God at home. Yeah. What I've been telling you, what, listen, what you do in private, God is going to reward openly. Amen? Amen? It's, it's, it ain't about being seen here in this building. I don't want y'all to see me. I found that when I get to the point, when I'm praying for somebody or when I'm preaching, when I get to the point to where I I just got, I don't want them to see me. I just want them to see the Holy Spirit. That's when the greatest things happen because hear me, and I'm way ahead of myself. But if they come through that door to see God and all they see is us, we have failed. I want them to see Him. Are y'all with me? All right. I'm about done. Daniel, come on up. If you don't care, please. Can I preach a little bit more? I got to finish this. Pentecost. Everybody shout Pentecost. There's a lot of clues in the scripture regarding Pentecost. It's, it's 50 days from Passover, 50th, Feast of Weeks, Pentecost 49 plus 1, 50. Pentecost. Now, I want you to see something. Pentecost came on Mount Sinai. Did you know that when when Moses got the law on Mount Sinai, it was on Pentecost? I want to prove what I was, Jeff, I want to prove what I was talking to you about earlier. For one day, there was a celebration of God's presence on Mount Sinai. Pentecost. Everybody shout, Pentecost. And there again, while Moses was on the mountain, the children of Israel. Collected up all their gold and throw it in and Aaron told a lie and said this calf came out. And they were worshiping. I wish y'all could see see what I'm trying to convey to you. You know, and it's like it's like with, with energy today and with, with, with our nation. They're they're trying to make energies. God gave us energy God gave us coal. And that's not my whole message. I'm not trying to preach a political message. I'm just trying to convey something to you. God gave us coal. Tell when God gave us coal, but they don't want to use what God they don't want to use what God gave. Let's create something with their hands, and it don't work. Do you understand what I'm saying? God gave us fire. and, and the church is trying to create something with their own hands, and it don't work. It's exactly what happened. They, they made that calf and they're dancing around that calf and, and the fire was on the mountain. Where's Moses at? He brought us out here to die, complaining and murmuring. Oh, come on. Do y'all love your pastor? All right, let me go. I got to go. Oh, help me, Jesus. Now, how many knows if you take coal off the fire, remember when you was a kid, you took coal out, you didn't have, right? No fire. Somebody say no fire. Pentecost, we had, come on, say it. We had On Pentecost, we had fire. Ezekiel, I want you to see something here. Jacob, put these up here. Ezekiel 1, uh, 13. I want you to see this real quick, real quick. We're going we're to finish this up. As for the, I don't have time to read all this, but as for the likeness of the living creatures, their appearance was like burning. Everybody say it. And like the appearance of lamps, it went up. Right? Do you realize that scripture is still read today on Pentecost? Amen. Somebody say amen. Now, Jacob, Isaiah 6-6. Did I give you that one? If I didn't give it to you. In Isaiah 6-6, what did Isaiah say? I'm, woe was me. Then one of the seraphims flew to me having a live... We never realized, did we? Aren't you glad that Isaiah didn't say? Then flew one of the seraphims to me having a live... Windmill. Is this good preaching? There's, there's ways that there's, there's things that God sets in motion, and and the whole point of my message is not to promote some, uh, some, some political thing. I'm just trying to tell you that this is the way God works, and when you snuff out. Coal, you snuff out the fire, but the the, the main the main things they want to snuff do you understand they want to snuff out this region? And I I promise you, I, I didn't I don't mean for this to be a political message. I don't. But they want to snuff out this region, they want to snuff out this this is known as the Bible belt. Fire. Somebody shout fire. All right, here we go. Something has to die. God's looking for someone that's been willing. Amen? Somebody say fire. I'm trying to finish. I'm going to finish right here, I promise. 1 Kings chapter 18. I want to be done. Verse 21. You got that, Jacob? If you guys got it, turn there. I'm, I'm, I'm finishing, I promise. I promise. 1 Kings 18. How many knows what's in 1 Kings 18? Here we go. We'll finish here. Verse 21. Elijah came to the people and said, How long you halt between two opinions? If the Lord be God, follow him, and if Baal follow him. Right? He says, Let's settle this thing. We're going to have a contest right on Mount Corm. Here's the point I want to make to you. I can read these whole verses. Go home and read them. Go home and read 1 Kings 18. But here's the point I want to make to you. He told them to go first, right? The prophets of Baal. And Jill, is something I never noticed. But the scripture says they got up on that altar and they ran around and they danced all day long. Wish y'all heard my heart, but nothing happened. Now I love dancing just as much as the next person, and I love to see our worshipers dance. I love it when Becca runs. We need more space. I'm excited when we get over there. Come on, I'm on a run with her. But they, there's, 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 a, there's a dance that comes from the fire, but the fire don't come from the dance. They got up and they, they cut them. Let's, 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 let's do something to make God move. Let's, let's get an answer from our God. Let's dance up on the altar. That's not working. Let's cut ourselves. Well, that ain't working. We're running out of things. We're running out of stuff. And then, and then Elijah starts to poke fun. Maybe he's asleep. Maybe he's took on a vacation. Maybe he's gone to Dollywood or somewhere, you know. Or, that's what he said. He's on a journey. Maybe he went somewhere. I love that. When I get to heaven, I can't wait to talk to him about that. I'm going to fist bump. him like so cool. It was awesome. But it's not working. And then the man of God gets up there and prays a simple prayer. Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, let it be known that you are God. And the scripture says the fire fell from heaven and consumed the sacrifice. He repaired the altar of the Lord. That's the only thing that's going to work. This other stuff. You know, and thank God for a building. Thank God. Amen. Thank God for more space. But the building won't bring it. A new song won't bring it. A fancy preacher with a briefcase that comes in here and 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 and, and, and bounces in here and, and says a few neat, fancy. Oh, come on. I'm, I'm about to preach you something good. That won't change things. We need people. We If we get the fire out here in the pew, we don't have to have anybody coming. Listen, I, I want it to come to the place where people are coming here to get the fire. Are y'all with me? If you're with me, say amen. Now, I'm going to close. Remember judges. What happened? There was, no, there was no king. Everybody done that was right in his own eyes. There was a generation that knew not the Lord, and, and I'm, I'm done, I promise. But how many remembers a man named Samson? Philistines, under Philistine bondage for 40 years, and then he goes out and starts making a, a show of them. He whips a 1,000 with the... A jawbone of a donkey, right? Right? He's taking the valve of Nazarite. I told Brandon, that's what I'm considering doing. We all amen me when my heart's down my back. I didn't get no amens. Hear my heart, you need to let your hair grow. And I'm not talking about if you want to let it grow in the physical, that's one thing. And women are like, oh no, what's next? Clothes and makeup? No. The church needs to let their hair grow. Amen. Because y'all know the story Now I'm going to close with this Samson was whipping up on them guys He was whipping up on them And then all of a sudden He laid his head In Delilah's lap And he revealed The source Of his power And they cut his hair And he was weak Right Right what they do to his eyes they gouged his eyes out What I preached to you two weeks ago his eyes is a flame of fire He couldn't see anymore there's a, there's a message there Elder he lost his spiritual vision he lost his spiritual insight come here guys come here Brandon come here Dwayne but here's where I feel the church is And here's what I feel is getting ready to happen. That happened. Samson was a picture of the church. The Bible says that after he got his hair cut, they said, the Philistines are upon you. He rose up and said, I'll do as before. But he didn't realize That the Spirit had departed from him. And he was weak. Now, there's some stuff that the church is going to face, and we better have the Spirit. But when they threw him out there, here's what I feel like is getting ready to happen. He said, God, one more time, show me your strength. And he pushed on those pillars. And I believe that the true church is going to rise up and be like Samson in everything that religion has brought. Come on now. One more time. One more revival. One more awakening. One more outpouring unlike anything we've ever seen before and it's all going to be pushed down in the name of Jesus. Somebody say amen. Strength. Amen. If you agree, say amen. Let's stand. more information about All Fathers House or upcoming events, please log on to www.allfathershouseky.org.